All right, here I am once again, running later on a Monday and recording at the end of the day. Um, it is, I don't know what the weather's like where you're at, but we're thoroughly in the middle of thunderstorm season. So we just get downpours kind of out of nowhere. And then the sun comes back out and bakes us in humidity. That's always a pleasant time of year. Um, I live right by a lake, lake creek type kind of thing. And uh, this year is horribly, horribly. The water is pure green. I'm surprised you can't see like small woodland creatures running across the algae with it being so thick. And it just reeks, but it's just this humid, hot kind of summer season that we go through. And that's the fun and excitement that's been going on here lately. Not much else going on during lockdown. Actually, that's kind of a lie. Um, on the weekend, I went and visited my mother, which is probably haven't been there since Christmas. So that was a long time coming. And I kind of compile a list of things that as she brings them up as things that she needs like fixed or done or moved or whatever. I kind of... Um, keep a mental note of what I need to do and it's simple things like she had bought a laptop and decided she didn't like it and I get it I'm not the biggest fan of laptops either the smaller keyboard and like the number pad and all that so at Christmas we had ordered her a new tower and a few things hadn't moved over so now she has her email and everything hooked up on there and she's back to being good to go and stuff like that and it's just it's nice to kind of go back home and sit down and just visit and kind of get caught up I made sure to make a trip where it was just me going back and no other family or whatever and just kind of have some quiet time with my mom and catch up see what's going on in her world and kind of gauge where she's at health wise and it's kind of nice since I've been on my kind of weight loss journey and getting myself back into shape my mother has also lost quite a bit of weight and she's kind of noticing that the joints feel better the pains are going away so that's pretty cool to see her mother kind of or just a parent in general kind of whipping themselves back up into shape or better shape as it is um but other than that the routine hasn't really changed um i believe the first night there we kind of just sat and she has her shows, like she still just watches whatever cable package she has. And so I believe there was like a storage wars. Is that where they bid on the storage units? Whatever. I honestly haven't watched TV forever. But I think it's called storage wars, where they kind of like auctioneer bid and they don't get to walk into the canister. They just kind of like look and then they bid and try and make money off of this crap that It looks like it's always filmed in California, so that's like, California is the population of Canada, so they probably have an endless supply of these, like, episodes for just abandoned storage units, and so these people, like, kind of peek in, and then the whole show is, like, them trying to turn trash into treasure just by gauging it, and it's kind of fun, because my my mom just watches along, and she's, like, loving watching, like, oh, they found this and this and as I'm watching my mom's kind of giving her play-by-play and if you pay attention to kind of what 
the trend is on YouTube right now. Reaction videos are like the thing right now. Kind of reacting to music or there's everything. People reacting to stand-up comedians or other videos or shows and kind of everyone's trying to keep it within the guidelines of not being copyright infringement. And as I'm sitting there, I'm watching and my mom's kind of giving her play-by-play of whatever show we're watching, whether it's Storage Wars or like a show where they fix up a house and everything. And it's like, I can remember to the, as long as I can remember, like with my visits and stuff, like with her with TV, she's always giving her like commentary on stuff. And it's like, I feel like my mother is like the original um, feedback channel. There's the cat. And so it's pretty funny. And um, that is kind of the low-key fun between being in a smaller city and just on COVID lockdown. That's kind of your entertainment for the evening. And just, it was nice to get back and just kind of be there in the summertime because I last visited over Christmas. And so... I kind of, now that I'm in the habit of walking 10, 12,000 steps a day, I, uh, I decided to go for a bit of a stroll and, um, I kind of just gauged it by time now. Like I know that the walk that I do here at the end of my day or after work is like a 40 minute walk around the lake by my place. And so I tried to just kind of take in childhood sites for 40 minutes to an hour and it's so funny because your childhood memories are so vivid and everything's bigger in your memories it's kind of like a while ago I bought creamsicles and they seem like these tiny little things on popsicle sticks and I remember I had a conversation with somebody about like wagon wheels about how they used to be like gigantic in your hand and it's like are they making them smaller or are you now reassessing the situation as a grown up? <laughs> and so it's like that same feeling, right? Like something that used to be like riding across town on my bike, like that seemed like a giant endeavor. And during this kind of walk around, I covered probably half of the city, like, and the, things I wanted to see in this 45 minutes which is kind of it's kind of sad in a way where everything from your childhood is like shrunk down now and it's not as big and as kind of important in your mind as it used to be but it was kind of nice to kind of like trek by and just because I had the time just to kind of I wandered by a lot of my old friends places growing up and um, I patrolled by the schools and the playgrounds and stuff like that. And it's kind of neat to see what's been fixed up. Or um, Obviously, your friend's parents, well, in some cases, they might be there. But I don't think any of them are still kind of living in these homes. And just like, so the new owners have either cut down a tree or slapped up a new paint job or something's different. And at least in my situation, I'm looking at a lot of these things and I'm seeing it through the eyes of me from 30 years ago and kind of piecing together what's changed or while this hasn't been painted since (laughs) like I walked by the water tower and it's like the thing hasn't changed I think they slap that's the cell phone tower kind of thing is attached to the sides of it or that's what it looked like but 
thing probably hasn't been painted since I've been there and it's kind of weird or like the city swimming pool some of the facilities are still like what I learned to swim in and it's just it's kind of a neat nostalgia trip and um it's cool to kind of revisit some of the stuff and then some of them make they give you these very fond memories and other pieces of it just kind of like to be honest depress the fuck out of me right like um I went by the two basketball courts one the nets had been moved a block over but it's still like the same structures and backboard like backboard structures of like what I grew up on and the courts and the nets and that are the same that I kind of fell in love with basketball with and it's really street there's a whole bunch of like brand new super nice like basketball nets and stuff like that so it's really weird to kind of like because I do not go home as often as I probably should especially with my mom aging now like she's not helpless but just to pop in and make sure everything's okay like I know my sister lives there and like so there's immediate family right there but like I think I need to make an honest effort to just go back and just kind of pop in more often because um it it is kind of neat to see how where you grew up kind of evolved and I did at the end of it when I after staying for a couple of days um the positive emotions completely outweighed the negative it's not like when you're the 19 year old kid who moves away for college or whatever and you're like fuck this place I'm moving somewhere bigger and better and whatever you kind of you grow up and you learn to appreciate kind of the smaller slower pace for what it is and um I don't know it was kind of a nice interesting thing and for me to go by myself then to kind of have that time to kind of take things in and reminisce and ponder and um kind of see how it has changed over the years and how some things haven't changed um <laughs> the one thing i neglected and kind of realized as i was heading out the door and so i got someone to pop in and make sure the cat was okay because um one thing i've kind of noticed that since i got sent home probably four months ago like we're all work from home where i do or where i work and we're slowly integrating back but like and it dawned on me and it's not just my pet but i feel like all pets kind of have been spoiled like everybody is home 24 7 except to maybe pop out for the amenities that they need like groceries and whatever and so i feel like everybody's pets that got used to seeing us kind of like wake up top up the dish disappear for a while while they nap and then we come back and then it's life is normal until bedtime and so all of our pets have kind of been like spoiled rotten these last four whatever months um, since this crisis has happened, the pandemic. And now <laughs> all of a sudden I'm like, oh shit, the cat's going to be left alone for a few days. Maybe I'll get someone to pop in and kind of like give her some attention. And normally, like if this was a year ago, it's like cats don't give a fuck what's going on. But even I've noticed like um, the cat's a little more needy and will like, if I'm on now, it's like if I take a phone call at my desk upstairs in my own house, the cat will come around and like want to climb up on me and be like, who the fuck are you talking to? You're my property now. You live here 24 seven, which is hilarious. So like 
all of a sudden now I'm like worried about hurting a cat's feelings because I'm going away for two days. It's almost like explaining when you're going out um, <laughs> to your wife. It's like, where are you going tonight? And it's like, they can hear the keys jingling. It's like, all of a sudden I'm finding that I had to like validate why I was leaving to a cat. So <laughs> strange things that come out of this that you completely don't even think about. Um, one other kind of amusing and strange thing is when you go from like I'm kind of in a city center for where I'm at with like 200 ish thousand people so it you kind of see most people abiding by it like things have been shut down people are wearing masks in high concentration areas um there's mask etiquette um followed mostly by everybody at least that I can see um the grocery stores have the one-way aisles and there's not as many people that break those rules like there might be the odd person that kind of like has their head down while they're grabbing the groceries and they might like shoot up the wrong aisle but the traffic in grocery stores is low enough also that it's like they'll look up and be kind of like deer in headlights and be like shit i'm going the wrong way and they'll like spin around and go but it's it seems like the one-way thing is working here where I am. And now to go back to a smaller town, it's kind of funny because like I had a good conversation with my sister and her husband and um, it's smaller. It's more conservative country as you get smaller, generally I find. And so (laughs) it's like my mom wears a mask. She's older, she's more susceptible. And if she catches it, there's more serious ramifications. And it's like, even when I was talking to my sister, she's like, I can't remember if it was her or my mom, but they were like, all the young people at the back of the grocery store are like making fun of you or ridiculing you for wearing a mask. And there's, it's just, it's willy nilly shopping and it's like time stands still in these places sometimes. And it's like the science, like, it's so funny when there's like stuff like this, how it's like, it kind of trickles down and all of a sudden you get to these certain pockets and populations where it's like, um, science is only convenient. So it's like, Nope, whatever. And it kind of reminded me that, um, a while ago I heard that there's these people that are like, um, they're having like COVID parties when they find out somebody gets it. And it's like, I get it for chicken pox (laughs) because it's like one of those, you get it once in your lifetime, but we're still, ill-informed about what's going on right now that's kind of it's weird to see how people react and like what they believe and kind of what sources they understand or like if they just start making up their own stuff in their head and they're like nope it's cool it's just another flu right so it's like really weird to operate where I am in like a bigger center and then in a government town where like rules are rules and um to go somewhere smaller And just to kind of see, like, how, like, lax it is. And it's, like, almost that whole, like, if it's not affecting me, it doesn't exist mentality. And it's odd to kind of, like, go to that and then come back to where I'm at, where we're, like, so gradually rolling out, like, a back-to-office program. And it's just very strange. Like, at the office now, it's... Um, all the hall because it's a cubicle based environment and so all the hallways have like arrows and it's you have to follow the arrow way and it almost looks like um 
the Pac-Man maze where you gotta like follow a specific route if you want to like find success and it's all of a sudden you're like you have to make the right and then a left and then go 20 feet and make another right and a left instead of like when you stand up in your cubicle you can see the bathroom but you can't go there anymore because you have to follow the flow of these um arrows so there's never um you never will collide with anyone and so it'll be kind of interesting to see as we slowly fill up like everyone kind of like following these almost like it would be funnier if it was like a conveyor system that just kind of like here's the way you got to go and it's an extra 40 feet if you want to go to the bathroom and then you got to wait in line to go to the bathroom so it's strange times and it's kind of funny to see how we're rolling this out and it's right now I've noticed there's now that a lot of governments are in their like phase two three four the numbers are shooting up so now it's like my paranoia is like we're all going to go back to work get our computers all set up and then it's going to be like uh wave twos here everyone go back home and then all the pets will rejoice um (laughs) um but on the other end i think a lot of people at least where i'm at um anyone that well actually you like if there's a health concern you're staying home or i feel like it's kind of open to like if you're working your way to retirement you might as well just it'll remove the stress you can kind of work from home too and so i don't think a lot of office environments are going to fill back up so that'll help create space too um my only concern and i keep bringing up the reference from the episode of the simpsons where homer uh was working from home and wearing the moo and um when he would fuck off and stop kind of doing his job, um, he would leave that little dipping bird kind of like just sitting there hitting a key so it looked like he was still doing something. Um, I feel like every office will have those people that kind of just work from home is going to become this way of mailing it in and kind of like they're going to find a way to like lay on their bed and watch Netflix all day and like use some kind of stick to like bang on their keyboard to kind of like keep the Skype light green, like, oh, they're still at their desk or whatever, and just kind of mail it in for the day. So I've always kind of have that on my mind, but that's also not on me to monitor. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, the other kind of strange thing that's been floating through my mind in this last little bit is um, all the sports teams seem to be, or the sports leagues kind of seem to be, antsy to get fired up i believe ufc had rattled off three events last week from fight island which is a craziness of its own but it seems to be working they're testing like crazy and so now i'm watching all these other leagues because the ufc's making money again like i have no idea what kind of money these sports franchises are losing on um not running games like you're not selling 20,000 or 14,000 like I have no idea how big some of these stadiums are right like you're not selling tickets for half a season which is generally 40 games or baseball it's like 80 so and I'm assuming you still have to pay your players I have no idea the logistics and especially for baseball and hockey there's like there's a farm system to it like there's so many things and it's just like I get why they want to get back at it but you also don't want to get back at it and give an entire franchise COVID right And I see there's players that are opting to stay home. 
Um, and then there's other players that are failing the test and sometimes it's after they've already had a practice and it's just, it seems like a giant clusterfuck right now. So it's kind of interesting to, um, pay attention to like how things are rebooting. It's like race cars. I get it. Um, the driver is probably the least of the worries. It's probably more like a pit crew that you have to kind of like, and they're probably wearing masks for exhaust anyway. So right. Like that's probably this one of the safe things. So like, let's get, um, motorsports rolling back up and start with that and then get these other things. But it's like, how much con like do you remove contact from hockey? Um, I know with basketball, they remove hand checking like a couple decades ago, but now it's like how much less contact, like there's so many weird things, right? Or like, are they testing guys like, and the coaching staff, like pregame half, like, I have no idea of like, and how many people are allowed in the building, right? Like UFC are allowed your corner of like three people and they're masked up. And it's like how many coaches, assistant coaches, trainers, um, just, does, does your wife get to come watch the game? Like how, how much of a bubble are these players actually playing in? And, um, I find it super intriguing. So it's going to be like interesting to watch. And like, realistically, my, watching of sports has waned so now it's like I'm kind of curious to go back like I'm not going to know any players except for the big name guys like the LeBron James of the world and so I'm already catching up from like not watching NBA for almost 20 years and so it's like I'm tuning in and kind of watching some newer stuff while kind of I'll end up usually drifting and watching like the 1993 NBA finals so that I can see Michael Jordan versus like Charles Barkley or I'll dial back to 91 and watch like Magic Johnson's last year in the league and just stuff like that. But like just even noticing the rule changes, it's so strange. Um, Like there's something called the Euro step. So now you can take more steps before you do a layup. And so when I'm watching, I'm like wanting to call travel on every third guy. And it's like, nope, that's how they do it now it's like all right that's how it is and even like the removal of hand checking in i believe they dumbed it down in the 90s 96 93 i can't remember and then they took away like you being able to put your hand on the guy from what i understand in like 2002 and um now when i watch games it's like i remember back in the day like someone shooting a dozen threes in a game was like insane because the odds of making a three were so low that you're like, you're throwing the game away if you're cold and you're doing this. And now when I'm watching like a highlight package, there's guys like rattling off 15, 20 threes in a game or for a whole team now, or what used to be a team's average in the past is like one guy. And it's like in my head, it's like I'm watching a video game or like highlights from NBA jam because it's just like, um, it just, it seems very fast it's more fast pace and they're like jacking up three so that's higher scoring and my initial like reaction was that it's low skill but it's not um because then on the other side of it when i'm looking at these people um the caliber of athlete now in 2020 like when i am going through all the old youtube videos it's kind of funny because like i think i tried to watch or was attempting to watch a lot of the old like Lakers versus Celtics kind of stuff of the 80s and a lot of those old like um, NBA rosters it looked like a pack of truckers right like 
I remember when you watched uh, Last Dance and Michael Jordan was talking about the Bulls team that he came on to and like they're he would pretty much alluded they would like smoke and drink and like they didn't give a fuck right and it's like and when you were on off season you like you never touched your sport you like went away and kind of training camp was actually like meant to be a get my ass back in a shape camp and now the caliber of athletes is so insane like I think LeBron James posted a picture of himself today and like he had a big bushy beard and was getting ready for the season and he looked like huge and jack like he looked like a taller Kimbo slice (laughs) and it's like um when you look at 1980s team photos yeah it could have been like a a biker convention or like a trucker rally like you have no idea like if i went and showed my kid a bunch of pictures of like the 80s all-stars there's no way that he would believe that larry bird is probably the greatest small forward of all time and um it's the evolution of the game is amazing. So I have to kind of get ready and like wrap my head around that because it's just, I'm curious and I want to get back into it and start being a fan again, but I feel like I've been left behind it also. Right. And then just, I think these abbreviated kind of, I'm assuming there's going to be special COVID rules too. So I'm going to kind of like sneak in on these last little kind of playoff tournament things that they're ending all these seasons on uh, and just kind of go from there. And then there's other, Like, it's weird how, like, this scenario has kind of, like, sparked me to kind of, like, pay attention to sports because, A, I want to start kind of, like, watching sports again and kind of getting, at least with NBA, getting into that and kind of getting aware of it again. But just, I want to see how these places are actually handling their seasons, right? Like, um, June is usually the time that the NBA and the NHL wind up and baseball, like, spring training and, like, you're getting into like now I think we're like October's playoff time for normal baseball. So like we're approaching like all-star game time for them. And it's like if the seasons have been postponed and now all of a sudden we're doing the playoffs for a bunch of them, um, when do they, are they taking a break and starting a new season or are they going to take a break and then like do a 40 game half season after Christmas, after kind of reassessing stuff, there's so much up in the air and it's just kind of like unheard of. I've only seen this in like strike years where they do stuff like this. And so it's kind of cool and it'll be interesting to see how they operate it with um, these shortened seasons. And now there's more pressure on teams to perform because a loss might mean more now on 40 games than it would with like 82. You can't really take a night off. Um, other random things that um, kind of fly through my head with this is like, say you signed kind of a guy like, I think Dwight Howard is a good example. I think with the Lakers, they signed him for a one year kind of low dollar deal. And it's like, if you help us, that's great. You win a title. But now it's like with a lot of these guys that are like one year contracts or like on the last year of the contracts, I want to know if this counts. Like, a franchise is technically getting ripped off um, um, if they sign a guy and this is, like, the swing year for, like, his contract or, like, the final year of what's going on or whatever. And all of a sudden, like, uh, what happens to it? Did this count? Like, it's a calendar year. Like, so do, like, 
when you sign a contract with a team, is it for a calendar year or is it to play a full season? Like I get injuries and all that aside. Right. But like with a circumstance like this, everyone's kind of getting like ripped off that player's only playing 40 games. And then there's also the investment of like, if it's a really big name guy, um, what happens if the fans bought a bunch of his jerseys now and all of a sudden he's there for like 18 games? Like what happens with this? So it's strange times. So it's kind of fun to kind of keep up with everything and see what's going on and see where the world kind of takes it, both for people trying to work and for some of the recreational stuff. Um, that's enough of me babbling for now. Um, I'm not going to try and sell myself every time I come on here and talk. I'll try and put some links in the um, podcast description to kind of like where you can find me to listen to more podcasts, uh, where you can find me on social media. And then um, if you enjoy what I'm doing, you feel like supporting me in some way, I'll put up the different ways like the Patreons and the uh, other ways that you can donate to me. And then kind of the other things I do, I do kind of pop up on Twitch every once in a while to stream stuff on there. And um, then there's always the aspirations of YouTube too. So we'll see where we go with this. And then I'm still going to try and hold myself to the weekly format, um, sitting on my couch or at my desk, depending where the cat and the kid kind of kick me out to. But uh, for that, that's kind of my thoughts right now. Um, And we will chat later.